everyone, and welcome to the Gaming Duo Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Roberto Garcia, and I'm joined by co-host Kelvin Rolon. If you're new to the show, we are the podcast that brings you the newest gaming news of the week, and we have profound discussions about said gaming news. Kelvin, how you doing this week, man? How you do? How are you? You're good? You're great? My mic was off. Sorry. Your mic was muted. I saw your mic was muted. I was like, (laughs) I'm doing fantastic. How about you? I'm doing good. It's been a crazy week because of like everything before holidays. You know how it is like the holiday rushes. Everyone's just Mm -hmm. getting food and going to the grocery store and work is all like, you know, like getting everything done before we all head out. Um, But now it's like chill mode. Like the the holidays are coming. I'm excited to get to eat good food tomorrow. Um, Yeah. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I'm keeping it low key, man. I'm actually staying home with the family, with the kids, and just okay. just hanging out. You know, we're just gonna cook our our meals, and we're just gonna um, just chill. You know, maybe maybe put up the Christmas tree. Do you do that? Do you do you put up the Christmas tree like during Thanksgiving, or do you do it like on like December? Around that's December? a great question. That's a great question. So usually we we don't we want to do it like it's there to want to put it up right after Thanksgiving, but right. usually we do it the week after Thanksgiving is usually when it it works what about you i typically this is the week where we typically start putting up our christmas tree and so the day typically before thanksgiving is when we have our christmas tree all set but you know it's been a little different this year so i think um it's be it'll be nice to like actually stay home and typically we go out to like family and all that stuff actually we're gonna stay home to uh this uh tomorrow this thanksgiving and just maybe start putting like the christmas tree and you know putting the ornaments and all that stuff so now let me ask a question around your house do you have christmas stuff up already or no around the house no yeah no, do you the have only like thing anything? christmassy is just the tree right now okay okay it's just bare bones it's like butt ass naked right now the tree we have a few things around the house um okay. which is funny i don't know why but i mowed the lawn today <laughs> okay it's progress. kind of weird, right? That's like yeah. we're talking about Christmas, but I mowed the lawn today. So. Hey, man, you know what? I mean, you got to do it once in a while. So I'm exactly. glad you did it. How, how did it feel? That was the first it time I mowed the lawn, right? I guess that was it was like my first, first time like... I mowed the lawn in the new house. So it felt pretty good. I was afraid the lawnmower wasn't going to start. It's one of the you know the push, and you got to yeah, pull the yeah, cord. Yeah. And it, it was giving me a hard time for a little bit. But I was like, no, no, no. The like inner like how homeowner was like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And you I got to work. You got to make so. it work. You got to make it work. He, 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 uh, so he down. you. I mean, it was pretty cold outside, so I'm, I'm like a little confused as to why you, uh, you did it. It wasn't now. that bad. It wasn't too bad, but it needed to get done. Like it was like mm-hmm. that weird like space where like it's kind of long and like the le- it will die, but like at the same time, I'm like yeah, like I gotta, I gotta like it's just bothering me. I guess it's the best For way, sure. but it's just like annoying me. So I did For it, sure. and we're good. Um, yeah, so I'll be down home at my parents tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I'll be there for a few days, and I'll be going to a Jets game. On Sunday. Sunday. Nice. So, That's going to be fun. Last time we went to a Jets game. Who Who's playing? Uh, Jets versus the Bears. Okay. Yeah. So Jets so, are going to get their ass kicked, I'm assuming? I don't think so. I think they, they just benched their quarterback, so I, I'm thinking, and he was kind of like making us lose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so hopefully we're good now. Um, guys, again, I want to welcome you, and today we're going to be revealing the winner of the PS5 God of War Ragnarok controller. All right, Kelvin has it in his hand right now. He's showing if you guys are live with us. It is beautiful. Uh, before we get into some gaming news, Kelv, 
how are you liking God of War right now? Just like quick, like just give it to me straight. I every criticism I've had with the previous one, with the first one, uh-huh. 2018, I think they exceeded my expectations in that regard. I think with I know I don't I know with everything that they've done with this game that I'm gonna I'm, I haven't finished it yet, but by the time I do finish it, I'm gonna really enjoy and love this game. Like I think it's gonna be probably my favorite game of 2022. Yeah, I was same thing. I'm, I cannot wait to play every time. I'm like I'm like when I get to play God of War, and it's again, it's like I'm playing a story. You know, it's like a movie. I'm reading a book. That's kind of how it feels to me right, right now. Right, right, right. Um, and it's it's interesting because a lot of the things that I had issues with, I'm like, damn, like they really nailed it. Like again, the enemy variations, like it just feels really good. That game, I, I I can't man. That game, and I'm and I think I'm in a really good spot right now. Obviously, no spoilers, but. It just feels like the the the, the story is just gonna like escalate right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. I I got to a part where I was like, literally, like, oh shit, like this is crazy. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wait, you know, because sometimes it gets a little slow, and you're like, come on, let, let's hurry it up. But there's they some do a certain good job. parts in the game that are, and I think we we talked about this already. Where like it just, it does get a little slow, and we're just like, all right, like we need to like this this is the part where I'm Pick just it like, it, it lasted a little too long these these certain areas, so. Um, you know, regardless, I, I think it's it's a phenomenal game right now. Yeah, and I'm probably gonna play it tonight. Uh, before I head out, I'm debating bringing my PS5 down to my parents because I want to play the game. I'm so. telling you, I think you should. <laughs> also, um, in the chat here, Chazzy from the Side Project Podcast. Shout out to Chazzy here. He is sick right now, so well wishes for Chazzy here. He says, "I'm still here, guys. I'm dying, but I'm here, sticking around as long as my body allows me to. Appreciate it. Appreciate the love, man. Appreciate it. Chazzy, don't die on us, please. We, we don't die on us." You need to stay here with us. All right, bro. You might have um, won the 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 controller. Yeah, you never yeah, know. Exactly. You can't you, you know. can't die yet. You know what I mean? You can't die. Just can't can't go. Okay. But with that being said, Kelv, let's jump in for the news of the week. Uh, first uh, article is Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive making a return. In a recent panel, Team Ninja, uh, at the Korean G Star Trade Show. Do you know what that is? No, I've never heard of it. I have never heard of it. It's a weird name for a trade show. Korean G-Star. Anyways, uh, a slide titled Reboots of Popular Series was shown during the presentation. Uh, Both Dead or Alive and Ninja Gaiden were teased during the show. Team Ninja began began tempering expectations by stating no hard set detail to share about the games. So they didn't necessarily say they're not coming out or they're not being redone it's just we're not talking about it what do you think it's really interesting because i feel like they're did they tease it did they not tease it was this a mistake i don't know right but the fact that the fact of the matter is we have not seen dead or alive i think since 2019 Mm. i want to say something like that um, I think it's like Dead or Life Six is, is like the last entry. Dead or Life Six, right? And have you played the Dead or Alive games at all? I've played maybe like the first few ones. I haven't really dabbled into. You Dead played or Life. the beach volleyball one. 100%, Don't lie. 100%. Don't ba- lie. Baco and Julio's house. A hundred percent, dude. <laughs> Every guy here has played those games. At least, oh, at yeah. least, you know. I remember. I was like, "Is it just? Is this the game? Is this just? They're in." playing volleyball that's in it. bikinis and you just dress them up and, and that's, that's it. If you think about it, it's kind of weird now. 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's the physics, though. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, the, the physics. physics are crazy in that game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, but also um, Ninja Gaiden, right? I think that's like the star. That's of That's a bigger one. Yeah, of course. Ninja Gaiden. We haven't seen that game. I think it's been longer than Dead or Alive, right? Because there was Ninja Gaiden 1, Ninja Gaiden 2, and then they started doing like these, uh, at one point it was Xbox exclusive, and then it released over to PlayStation, it was like Ninja Gaiden Black, I think, right? So there was Ninja Gaiden 1, Ninja Gaiden 2, Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Sigma which is like I basically, Sigma. they're, they're kind of like remakes of them, but they're like just like pr- more premium versions of them. Right. And then we had uh, Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. Mm. So And so that... To me, like, I would love to see a reboot, right? A re- oh, perfect. I think uh, Bird says the same thing here. So, oh, my God, it's Birdie. Uh, would you would make sense if they do a reboot? They did come out with a remastered collection of Ninja Gaiden in 2021. So, that's yes, actually good to know. I didn't know that. And so, yeah, a reboot would be really dope. Like, can you imagine a reboot now, like, in this day and age with, like, you know, updated graphics, updated, like, gameplay? For me, Ninja Gaiden is kind of like what started the the whole Bloodborne kind of error right or like it was a very hard game to like play right it was a very difficult game and some people kind of fell off because of the difficulty but it kind of started that wave of like oh this is challenging you know like this is something that like is entertaining but also challenging that makes me want to keep going and so that kind of steered the path to like games like bloodborne in my opinion yeah i think too it kind of drew the path for like neo and sekiro right this was kind of like the first time the game felt actually challenging. It was one of the hardest games I remember playing on the original Xbox and it was hard as hell. Like mm-hmm. just, just mm-hmm. the first one. So I think this would be huge if it came. Yeah. I think it'd be huge if they remade Ninja Gaiden. I I'm ready for it. Now, do you think Ninja Gaiden has a, a, a place in this day and age? Like, do you think with games like Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, those fast paced games, right? But then you have the likes of, uh, you know, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, you have Elden Ring, like those difficult games that are kind of like Souls-like. Do you think there's a place for uh, Ninja Gaiden that can kind of like coexist with those games? What I liked about Ninja Gaiden is that it's kind of in the middle, mm-hmm. right? Hey, uh, it is in the middle of a like a soul, like difficulty-wise or Souls. Mm-hmm. We have to like kind of like make sure you put the right inputs and right attacks in or else you're going to get punished. But it also puts the fast-pacedness of like a Devil May Cry game or a Bayonetta. Right. So I think it can exist um, in this day and age. I, I think it's needed. In, in all honesty, I mean, what big ninja game do you do you know right off the top of your head that? That's fair. Yeah, I mean, there's a few. There's a few ninja games. No, I mean, if you think of like Neo, Neo is not like necessarily like a ninja game, but it does have like those ninja elements, right? Right. But um, and it is kind of like Soulsy. So um, I think it could coexist. However, do you think? Does it need to change the formula? Like, so you, I mean, you're, you were a huge Ninja Gaiden fan, right? You played that game. Like, I think you were like really into that game from like the beginning, right? From like, since the first one. Yeah. I kind of fell off. After, I think I did play three. Um, I know that was kind of like the worst one in the series compared to one and two, but I recently just played it on Xbox game pass. They have okay. it there. So if you guys want to go download the original uh, one and two, they have it there. And the game surprisingly holds up pretty well. Really? Yes. The cameras can be a little wonky, right? But that's okay. all, you know. But we're, we're talking about an Xbox game here, the original Xbox game. And I was able to play pretty flawlessly hmm. if they just kind of like, now, okay, now are we saying remaster? 
or remake? Hmm. That's the difference. Fantastic question. I'm thinking more of a remake, right? I'm thinking more of like a complete like change in the in the formula, right? But not so much. To the, I'm thinking of God of War, basically. You want? I'm the, thinking of God, God of War, of War change, right? right? The God of War treatment. So imagine a Ninja Gaiden now in 2024, 2025, and so they have the bones of Ninja Gaiden, but the 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 different change in pace and, and formula of like how God of War was changed back in 2018. You want it reimagined, is what you yes. want. You yes, you want it reimagined and having the bones, like you said, of Ninja Gaiden, the inspiration of Ninja Gaiden. One thing they do need to focus on, Ninja Gaiden, I think, is the story. I think the story got kind of like wonky. People didn't really care about the story as much. But Was I think, there a good... Was there a story? Like, I thought it was just more like hack and slash. Like, I, I'm thinking like Shinobi. Like, Shinobi was my game back in the day. Remember that game? It was hard to... Yeah, too. I do remember Shinobi. Shinobi was cool. I would love to see that game again. I, even if it's just yeah. like they just do like... I just want to, I might download it on my Steam Deck and play it on there, honestly. Shinobi. That'd be cool. Yeah, that was a fantastic game. Um, um, so, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, I, do I want a Ninja Gaiden per se? Not necessarily. It's not like, it is my cup of tea, but it's not something that I want to play right now. But I would love to see them, like, Team Ninja is one of, like, old like old school, right? Like, they, they've made, um, again, they've made Ninja Gaiden, they made Dead or Alive. So, they've been, a while, they've been around for a while, right? And so, for them, I would like to see, and I think their recent games are, like, the Neo games, if, if I'm correct. Um, and they're making another game too. I don't remember the name of it, but um, I would love to see them like rebuild that game from the ground up and just take different formulas from different games. Again, like we talked about Elden Ring, talked about um, different games from like like Bloodborne and stuff like that. And then also action packed games like Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, like take those games, take some of those formulas that make them what they are and put and build upon it in a Ninja Gaiden game. I think that would be really dope. So there's two different camps of Ninja Gaiden, which is interesting uh, right here in the comments. Uh, Dorian, the critic, he says, I was referring to the NES Ninja Gaiden. And there are people that grew ah. up with the NES version of Ninja Gaiden. Right. I forgot about that. And then the Xbox version. So if, if, you, if anything, the Xbox version was a reimagination of the NES version. Yes. But we're 100%. saying we want a reimagination of the uh, Xbox version now. So they're both hard the nes version was hard the xbox version was hard they got to keep the difficulty up in in whatever they do next with it so um let's let's move on to dead or alive though what right. do you think i'm i'm not a big dead or alive guy right obviously i've played the beach volleyball game all right obviously Pe people everyone's played i don't care who you are you you know about that game you've but, either played it or you've wanted to play it Right. You just never got your hands on it. <laughs> the fighting games, though, I don't know are as popular as, say, like a Street Fighter, a Tekken, a no. Mortal Kombat. They're not. So do people want it? Do people want either a Dead or Alive 7 or do they want a complete reboot of the series? I think it, it'd it be fascinating to see, right? I think I at one point, I feel like Dead or Alive was a household name. Like, yes. Right? Yes, it was right up there with a lot of the fighting games of the PS2 PS1, I think it came off for PS1. I think it was PS1 game. Mm. Um, but and so it, it fell off, right? And so I people just didn't take it serious, right? You, you have the likes of Mortal Kombat, you have the likes of Street Fighter, um, and then Tekken came, and, and like so, it started getting a little robust when it comes to fighting games. But I think it would be really dope if they actually brought that game back again, kind of like like style it up a little bit and just give it more of a like a, a serious treatment. 
Um, again, I, I, versus, I, I, versus the, the physics versus they like had the back then. physics and, and doing all that crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. It was fun. Right, it was, right. it was great for like when you were kids, but like at this point, it's just like, all right, like, let's, 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 right, let's right. Exactly. Here. So that, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, they need to kind of get rid of the, the, the physics, the tip physics right. to, to be considered serious because is that why people bought the game for dead or alive? No, it's not a hundred percent. It like, maybe it's part of it, but especially in this day and age, they might have to tone it back a little bit. They can't 100%. be doing that. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I, I would rather see dead or alive do something a little different. Kind of like, I like how street fighter is changing things up a little bit, right? Street fighter six where they're making like, or let, let, let's, let's take that back. Injustice. Injustice yeah. is probably like one of the pinnacle games right now when it comes to story in fighting games right now, right? Yes, because you have the you have the DC. I right? would like something to that extent of like, yes, we're a fighting game, but let's build, let's focus on story. Let's focus on fighting, obviously, but let's put in the story that needs to be. Let's build this story. Let's build this like these characters up and, and build like this lore so that people will be really interested in the fighting mechanics and in the fighting lore essentially that's what i would like to see so side note uh some of the dead or alive characters either one or, or there's multiple but there's i know there's one is one of the females i think her name's akari or something she is in ninja gaiden like they make appearances really? in the game that's so really cool i would love for them to kind of tie those two worlds together more closely right like if you want the fighting game but like they're kind of happening side by side each other i think that'd be cool have you ever seen the dead or alive movie no oh it's bad i forgot no i know i know it's bad i know it's, it's bad. so bad it's good though like i, like I actually comic, enjoyed like it. it it's it's just bad it's like like back when video games were trying to be cool trying to be like in in the movie space and it just didn't do well and it was fun to watch but it just wasn't anything good you know what i mean Okay, I was gonna say maybe play a Dead or Alive trailer. That'd be f hilarious, actually. If you could like find the it. movie, yeah, the movie trailer. Maybe we bring I got gotcha. you. Gotcha. Yeah, see if we bring it up. But yeah, um, I really want them. I would love Ninja Gaiden again. I I love those games as a teenager. Um, I would love to play them reimagined as an adult. I don't necessarily think we need a remaster because like mm. the game's been been sent out like a million times already. You know what I mean? So um, Dead or Alive, they need to do something to spark, especially with Street Fighter freaking six coming out. That right. game looks incredible. Um, can I do this? Does it exist? Does this does this not exist? This uh this this oh I think you got it pulled up. I got it, but I gotta um let's let's remove this for a second. Okay, so <clears throat> what do you guys think of Dead or Alive coming back? Are you guys a big fan of Dead or Alive? Is it? Do you care if it makes a comeback or not? Like what it, what is your experience with Dead or Alive? Um, if you want you guys want to comment about that, because I know most people know Ninja Gaiden, but not everyone knows about the dead or alive yeah let us know because that it, it'll be interesting to see like what people think about it especially like this generation you know what i mean right um, right right i'd be interested to see so i'm gonna pull it up here now okay this is a movie <clears throat> um we might get like i might have to tone like lower this down though because they're gonna probably <laughs> it's already bad let's let's just put it that way <laughs> i mean it's just cool though like it's just like come on <laughs> what is this you don't remember this I remember it hey, this is dope 
I think I'm having a little bit of feedback right now, so I'm gonna shut up. But you keep talking. Got it. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat are saying they don't really play uh, Dead or Alive. Chazzy in the chat here says, I don't remember the last time I played a Dead or Alive game, to be honest. Um, then we have Dorian here saying, I don't know about Dead or Alive. So a lot of people just, it, it just kind of fell, fell off. Like, again, this used to be a household name. And now it just kind of like dwindled away. But this like, this is the part I remember so much. Like, just the fight. It was kind of cool because they were in a tournament. And so they were all trying to fight and win in the tournament. But like, it's so cheesy, but it's dope. Like, at the same time. We got another one here. Uh, Sarge never saw the movie himself either. But behind the competition, a secret technology is stealing their powers to create an unstoppable. Like it's it's just it, it's great. We need to work together. Why don't we just throw them up even? And some of the fighting was actually kind of cool, though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, oh my god, Birdie says, only played it once for obvious reasons, then looked at the online shop and stopped playing. <laughs> and then he follows up with that, bro, this seems worse than Dev uh, Dragon Ball Z Evolution. Remember that? DB Evolutions? So yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> so... I, like I said, I couldn't really talk during that because it was doing a little echo thing for whatever yeah. reason. But yeah, uh, that looks horrible, but it's it's like you, it's one of those things you can't take your eyes off because of how ridiculous it is. So I, right. I, I, I understand completely. Yeah. So there it is. Um, I don't know how what what a uh, Devil May Cry would look like or Devil May Cry Dead or Alive would look like uh, in this day and age. But I'm more interested in the Ninja Gaiden aspect of things. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's go ahead and move on to our next topic here it is about pokemon scarlet and violet so this is going to be a big juicy one guys this is kind of like the ones me and kelvin been wanting to talk about for such a long time because we're like this game is insane with the release of scarlet and violet that came coming out this past friday fans became noticing a really big issue with the series and in that it ran like trash um there are multiple performance issues such as gameplay bugs major drops in frames per second, visual clipping, uh, clipping, uh, invisible Pokemon, and just straight up just crashing. Now, the question is, a lot of this is due to the Switch inability to probably keep up with the performance requirements for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Before we kind of have a discussion about, is this a Switch fault or is this Game Freak's fault? What do you think of the game so far? Um, I'm going to be quite honest i haven't really played too too much of it and i think i've i've, I've been meaning to do that on purpose because i i, I want to finish god of war ragnarok i want to kind of give my time to that game okay so i i've played obviously about maybe a few hours of the game but i just kind of fell back and just like you know what i'll play later what i've played so far i really really dig it like it's <laughs> it's addicting it's it's, it's addicting, it's addicting I but it's, i want to keep playing it's annoying because of how addicting it is and how shitty it runs. And that's my issue with it, right? Because the game, 
I can already tell the first like 20 minutes. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be fun. This is going to be dope because I can see what they've done with the game when it comes to animations with characters, when it comes to like the physics and, and, and some of the, the, the character models, they've done a really good job of changing it up. Right. Because we used to have, you know, the little chibi characters and um, it just felt like no, nothing like stagnant. Nothing has ever changed. Well, you're, until you're talking now. about the Diamond and Pearl remake. Diamond and Pearl well. remake, and just like the regular old ones, right? But even like when we're talking about like um, Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield, right? Like they were they they looked good, right? That was like an evolution to the Chibis, right? They were actually like actual full fledged characters, but it didn't look. There was something off for me, in my opinion. But now these characters, they have like textures, like in their jackets, like they look the part, and so. That part, I'm like, cool, that looks dope. Pokemon, they look cool, whatever. Now, into the gameplay and like starting into like some of the, 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 the mechanics of the game, I'm like, all right, I can already see how janky this is because like sometimes jank, like jank e- is a very good word to describe that game. Even your map, right? In the bottom right hand corner, your map just looks like it's dying. Like as you're moving, it just looks like it's not smooth. The, the frames are terrible in this game, right? And so, I'm like nervous to keep playing because I've heard terrible things. I've heard crashes. I've heard like people's like yeah, the things we said. Yeah, like like yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. And I'm just like, I don't want that to happen to me. But I also want to keep playing this game because it looks like it's gonna be the game that we've been waiting for. It's unfortunate though that it's caused with all these bugs, glitches, and it's just like why why is this happening right now? Because freaking Game Freak doesn't own up to what they do sometimes, and they don't focus on putting out quality products when it needs to be done you know what i mean so do you think this is why for the longest time game freak was super hesitant to make it a big open world is because they kind of foresaw like well it's gonna run like shit if we do that because it started sword and shield sword and shield gave you kind of an open world it was it was like very bare bones right it was like Here's the world. There's an open part that you can go in and and do your things, but there's not a ton in there. It's just kind of like an open field and there's Pokemon in it and it's just just whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And then Legends Arceus said, hey, here's the open world. And that's when we saw everything being janky. Because remember, when we first saw the trailers for Arceus, we're like, this game looks like it runs like crap. And it did. It did not perform well. Similarly to now Scarlet and Vile is way worse because they introduced more things the cities there's people running around there's a lot more pokemon in the field and stuff like that so do you think this is the reason why it took pokemon so long to actually give us a true open world pokemon game yeah i think they they weren't ready to build a game which is wild to say, right? Because we've been asking for a game like yeah, this has for so long. Forever. But yeah, right. they, they weren't ready to build a game of, of this scope, of the scope, of this caliber. And it it frustrates me because I've seen a lot of people online complain and say like, oh, it's it's not the game. It's the hardware. It's a Switch. Like the Switch is like so old. It needs to be upgraded. We need like new hardware. I'm going to tell you right now, guys. It is not the Switch. 1,000% it's not the Switch. When you have games like Breath of the Wild that came out in 2017, right? Mind you, that game came out for the Wii U as well. And that game looks still, till this day, looks phenomenal, right? The scope that that game is doing is way bigger than what Pokemon um, Scarlet and Violet are doing at the moment, right? It 
it blows it out of the way. Then you have games like Xenoblade uh, or Xeno Chronicles, right? Like those games look amazing. We had just recently, right? We just had uh, Bayonetta 3, right? It looks great in that game. What could it look better? Sure, of course, 100%. But my point is, it is not the hardware, it is the developer that's doing this, right? I think the same issue happened with PS3, right? Where a lot of developers were complaining that the PS3's architecture was way too hard to to, to build. But you have, you know, uh, developers like Santa Monica, you have Naughty Dog, they were fucking outperforming and just like making use of every little detail of that hardware as much as they could. Game Freak, on the other hand, I don't know if it's Nintendo. I don't know who really is the problem in this in this uh, equation where i don't know if it's just like they, they don't want to put in the the time the money but they need to figure out performance issues before releasing a game of this of this magnitude right like pokemon is a massive like a massive conglomerate conglomerate right that people like love and adore and want to like cherish and, and play and you release a game like this that people have been waiting for for years and it's like janky it's buggy it's it, it, it could have been issues literally and right it could have been a perfect pokemon game it could it have could been have. A perfect and 10. that's what pisses me off that's why i'm so passionate about it right now because it's like this could have been the game that we've always been talking about every single time it's so it's there it's, it's literally right there. there but if, if it just ha- we don't care that the graphics aren't that great. we don't care that it's like not up to par we just want it to run well that's it we don't we don't need like to see every little individual fur on pikachu like we don't need but that we're not asking for that you're right 100 percent. but is it is it welcomed 100 percent. yes yes like we when you see magnemite point. you see like oh shit like magnemite looks like he is metal like he has a metal like he looks you know he has like that 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 shine to him um it, it just frustrates me because they have the money they have the budget they have the the, the manpower they just don't want to take the time do you, you know, you think it's greed? Do you think it's greed? It's hundred percent greed they're, because they're they don't want to. Like, we could just push it out and people will buy it. We'll they want to annualize it. They they annualize it every single time, and it's like give this game needed a, a good solid year, a, another good year to like really Absolutely. be like completely like perfectly like set in stone. You know, like gold. Um, but it's just frustrating because it's like you had it, you dropped the ball, you literally had, you were at the finish line, first place, and. And you just, you fell asleep. You know what I mean? You fell asleep in the wheel. So it's like, and, and, and we're part of the problem, right? I know I'm we going on for this, but like, we're part of the problem. We bought it. I bought it. You bought it. Like, I'm sure some people in the chat bought it. And it's like, they're never going to learn if we continue to do this. You know, they're never going to learn. They're, they're like, oh, well, the numbers say otherwise. Like, you guys love this shit. You know? I mean, maybe the reviews are going to be different, right? Chazzy, um, he mentioned here that IGN gave it a six, right? Which I agree. Which is one hundred percent valid. Right? I I, th- I think it's a, it's a high seven. This game, um, it, it can be. It could have been a ten. Like it could have stretched to a ten, but because of the performance issues, it brings it down. That it's they're that bad. Where like, it's just not a quality product. It's not a quality product. It's not a. It, they I'm. It, they shouldn't be proud to say like this is a Pokemon game because right. usually they run, it runs pretty at least the ds era games the the 3ds era games the gba games they all ran pretty pretty well for the most part mm-hmm. i'm gonna show you something i'm gonna show something to the to the crowd here right and it's gonna be it's actually kind of funny so i have here a game called final fantasy 12 running on ps2 okay 
do you, do you do you see do you see the frames dropping? Do you see the frames dropping? They're in an open world. The bad guys are moving around. Your party's moving around. There's a bunch of stuff going on. Granted, the graphics aren't great, but like, do you see the frames dropping? No. This what Pokemon is doing is unexcusable. This game is like 15 years old, mm. and it runs better than Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I think a, a, a better comparison too is again like Breath of the Wild, Doom, like any any game right now that is on on Nintendo's Switch is is probably runs better, and I think this runs worse than Cyberpunk from what it looks like, which is yeah. wild. Okay, this is a Nintendo just... game. Like this is like it's not made by Nintendo; it's made by Game Freak, but it is licensed by Nintendo. Nintendo never like they are. Their pedigree of like quality products is like up here, right? So for them to release this is like, the fuck? Like what is this? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's so like, it sucks, right? It, like we have this game; it's so much fun. I love playing it, but I'm like, ah, it's sometime on play. Like it just looks ugly. It looks so ugly, and it, it takes it does take away from the experience 100. percent And it, I think Legends Arceus. I think people gave it a pass because nintendo took a risk and they did something different with it and like, it ran like, fine okay you know there were some issues here and there but it actually ran pretty decent but there wasn't you know? as much going on in that game right That's there fair. was just yeah. you were in the open world you threw your pokeball at the pokemon and they captured it and that was it now we have an actual live world of humans walking around and stuff happening and so they, let's they talk about the good like you've played okay. more than but, me so what eh. what what have you played and what have you enjoyed so far of the game um, I like that it just kind of tells you like as soon as you, the beginning kind of for me fell a little drawn out compared for a Pokemon game. I know mm. they're kind of getting more like trying to focus more on story, but I just felt like you were just like it was dragging out a little too long. You get to school and you're like, you do this and this and this and this. And I'm like, can I just like go and like do my thing, please? Can I just <laughs> go? So I kind of felt like it, it drawn out just a little too long. But then once I'm out, once you're in the world. It's great. I'm going to capture this Pokemon. I want to go here. I'm going to go here. I want to raid battle here. Um, and it's awesome because it doesn't stop you. Like you might see a level 50 Pokemon. You're like, okay, I can't go there now. I'll come back to that. Um, and it's almost like there's too many Pokemon. I'm like, I want to capture him and put him on my team. So the possibilities are endless and it excites me. And like, I feel like I'm actually going on an adventure. This is actually the Pokemon that I felt has a freshest outlook since like red and blue, honestly, mm. like, that's that's what I feel like, so that's that's a good thing. Part is like I actually feel like I'm going on an adventure again in a Pokemon game. Yeah, I've heard the story is is killer. Like I heard it's actually decent. Um, I think you're right. I, I think it's kind of the closest resemblance we can get is like from Pokemon like Blue Red, right? Where it, it feels like a true Pokemon game. It feels like you're you're like actually in this adventure and you're like trying to see what's happening and and, and you know what's next, right? Right. And so just going into that first like town i was like oh man like this is massive like got, i love you got giddy inside you got giddy yeah because like all right let's let's check here let's see here oh cool i can dress up my character oh cool like i can buy stuff i can buy food like there's a lot of cool neat stuff that they did and don't get me wrong i'm shitting on them because of how poor the game runs but as far as in terms of scope in, in terms of like the different in terms of like taking a step a leap forward yeah. they definitely did that with compared to arceus like they moved that like bar and they upped it up a notch you know they, they and took the best thing of sword and shield yes. they took the best of arceus and they combined the two together and this is the product they just yes. had to make it run well and and then 
it was it's 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 in my opinion one of the this would have been talks for game of the year obviously if it hit the 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 mark right i know it was past the mark when it got released but it would have been in talks of game of the year right. in all honesty a hundred percent best rpg right if they fix those bugs but people are going to look back in this game and be like oh my god it's a buggy mess can they fix it that's the last thing i'm going to start uh, just going to ask you i was going to ask you the same thing can they fix it i think they can but i don't think they will <laughs> like they, oh, they can definitely they, they can definitely fix a lot of these issues because they're performance issues that you can just update in, in in the background right these are things that you can kind of like update you know you know periodically and just kind of like fix when you can with a massive update but i don't think they will it's nintendo it, it, it's not going to be something that's going to be like like other de developers and other companies are like oh no we have to fix this like i remember uh, cd project red where when they when when that game was released people were going like in that the developers were going nuts and they were like you know staying late and like actually like trying to patch as much as they could i don't see nintendo doing that i don't see game freak doing that yeah nintendo take a break for two years take it take a break for two years for pokemon come back with us with a quality pro and i hope i hope they're just not like pokemon scarlet to pokemon scarlet or violet 2 and it's essentially the same game but just like in a different area or a different story like mm. they they do that sometimes they did that with uh with black white black 2 they just basically it's, it's like the same overworld but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they just slapped a new number on it and it was a sequel and i hope they don't do that here i i want you guys to keep continue to build what you're having because you have a good thing going for you right now keep going that direction tidy it up and that's when to end with great game but fix your fucking game right kelf 100%, 100%. Um, third piece of news here. We have an Elder, Elden Ring board game on Kickstarter. Kickstarter for Elden Ring. I keep hearing myself, Kelf, by the way, so you might need to turn to the audio. Uh, me? No, for uh, the share audio. Oh. Got to take that off. Gotcha. So uh, Kickstarter got... Uh, an Elden Ring board game. It's live on Tuesday, and within a, f a few short hours, the Kickstarter has reached and surpassed its goal of 178,000 to 1.3 million. Much better. I cannot hear myself anymore. Awesome. Nice. So here is the the game um, that we're looking at. What what exactly are we looking at here as far as the pledges? This is what nets you if you spend $80, $89, you get X. If you spend $179, you get X. And then Correct. $429. Those are different tiers for the for the for how much you pledge, right? Yes. Yep. So there's three pledges: the entry pledge, the core pledge, and the all-in pledge, essentially. Um yeah. each pledge gives you a different, you know, different stuff. They give you like DLC, they give you um expansions, is what they call it. And it's weird though, the first pledge, you don't necessarily get the game. You don't get the game. You don't get the board game. You get the expansion, which you can still play without the board game. Which it's is weird. just a Weeping Peninsula, which is one of the starting areas in Correct. Elden Ring, which is cool. Cool. Um, but it's weird that they, for 80 bucks, for $89, you don't get the actual. You know, it is. You have, to, you have to pay 180 to get the actual core game, which is right. it's steep. It's very yeah. steep for a board game. Yeah. It's cool that they decided, like, this is, like, a, a Kickstarter that actually happened in, in minutes or in hours. It, like, just already got, like, fully developed or, or fully, like, um, um, what's it called? You know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, um, I got, I got, I got the, it got the, kickstarted. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I hit the goal. Thank you. 
So here's the thing about these giant board games, because I play board games myself, mm-hmm. is it's not going to be for everyone. This is a specific, like, this reminds me of a Gloomhaven. Have you ever, we played Gloomhaven, right? Do you remember we played over no. at uh, Ryan's uh, in in uh in delaware and kyle had the game and you had the different pieces and you moved across the map with your piece do you remember that no okay no no. but it's like gloomhaven in that sense where it's a very involved game and you kind of need a group right to to go into this and be committed it's like i said they're definitely using the license (laughs) as far as like charging how much for this game so say this was not elden ring and it was just like a random here's a world yeah, be a lot less expensive, but because of the licensing, it 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 drives a price insanely high uh, for sure. because of that. Um, is this something that you're probably going to get? I would look into it. I think. I mean, again, they but get would you, you play what, it. What would you play it? I mean, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll play it and see if I like it. You know, but I think the better question is: Will it be fun? Is will it have the same lore effect as the game? I mean, obviously, this is a board game. It's going to be much different, but. Will it still have that that fun factor? Will it still have that like whole sh- like holy shit moment when you're playing? You know. Well, the game itself uses modular hex based map that expands as players into the uh, well into the world around them. Mm. The combat takes place in each player's personal quest book, and other players can continue to explore the open world while one is locked in combat. I think that's cool. That's cool. That's really cool. So you multiple you have four people playing. One person's doing their own thing, and they're yep. kind of just still walking around the world. I think which that's, is that's kind awesome. of similar to like how you play the game, right? Like sometimes, like if you're together, you're doing your own thing. Sometimes, you're like you're kind of close in the vicinity, but you're doing something. I'm doing something else. I do like the team-based uh, tactic with it because it says eventually you'll need to meet up with teammates to um, go through dungeons and bosses together. I think right. that's cool. That's so cool. trying to bring some of the game in there. Now, do you think the board game is going to be as hard as the game? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> He'd not be the. He can't even be. You're gonna be game. sweating bullets and shit playing the fucking board game. I don't know, man. Um, I I hope it's not as hard, but I also hope it's just it keeps you entertained. You know, um, for I mean, it's a steep price. You know, especially for getting the whole package. It's like four hundred and thirty dollars. So it's like that's a steep price. But you gotta you get be some committed. Cool shit. You gotta be committed to actually play a lot. Of, you have to really love board games and and love Elden Ring. You have to have those two things in common, right? Yes. And if you have that person, it's a win. I'm I'm a board game person, but I can't see myself buying this because mm. it's it's going to be way too involved. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. And who's going to play with you? That involved. You know what exactly. I mean? Like me and you, we'll, we'll play probably that game because we, we're, we're Elden Ring fans, right? Like we love that stuff. But do you see Jess playing that? Your girlfriend? Do you see like other people that are close to you that it just, are it just, are gamers but not no. like really invested? You know? No, I don't see it. Chazzy says, um, I actually miss playing board games. I just realized I haven't played a board game in a long time. And I'm with you. I don't really play board games that much. Um, I haven't played one in a very, very long time. But there's something about board games. I just like, I don't, it's too much work in my opinion. You know, it's like, all right, I have to find, I have to learn this new game. I have to like understand all the rules, all the concepts. I'm like, and then you ha- you just have to be very tactical of like how everything is played because some people can mess up and then you just have to be very like, you know. You need someone, you need kind of like in a sense a dungeon master, a board game master that you're already good at knows that. the you're rules. You're good at that. Yeah. Well, of, not even like game. when you're playing, like when you buy a, a board game, for example, you like you read the 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 rules, you understand it. You're like, okay. And you're kind of like the the, the captain 
most of the time, right? When we, right. When we play a game, you're like, all right, well, this is what we're doing. This is how we play. And, and then you're, so you're good at that. Me, I'm just like, I just lost interest like 10 seconds into this. Like, yeah. Well, that's how I, that's how it starts. It starts where you, you don't really, I wasn't a board game person either. I didn't really like board games. Right. But then I had friends that would come over, they bring the game and they say, okay, this is how you play the game. And they give it to you easily. And you're not sitting there reading. You're actually going out there doing a test run and how it plays. And then you, once you know how to play, it's they're fun. Like that's, that's the problem. It's like a game, right? It's literally right. like a game. There's a, there's a learning curve, but once you get over the learning curve, you get addicted to it. Right. So I, I, I will tell you guys, listen, Chazzy, me and my girlfriend, we do board game nights. Like we try and do, you know, we used to do them like once a week. Like that's how crazy we were about it. But you know, if you're in the, you know, if you're ever in the Albany area, come through. We'll, we'll <laughs> if he's play in the Albany games, area, bro. he's going to come through to play board games. Yeah. Sure. Yep, that's what he's going to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, Birdie said, uh, yeah, I love board games, but it's anything two hours or more. No, thank you. That turns to Monopoly. That, yeah, anything that's like a three-hour, four-hour set. I'm not doing that. I'm not. Agree. That's, that's agree. That's 100%. So we can agree on that. Uh, anything else before we move on to the next thing and about the other ring, Elder Ring board game, Gelf? Do you think this is going to do well? Do you think this is going to like... Yes, like 1.3 million. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess, but like people... I guess, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was a stupid question. But like, are people... Is it going to like blow up, I feel like, in, in a sense of like in the mass audience? Like how Elden, Elden Ring, the game actually like blew up? Or do you... Um, I mean, how, like how many people play board games, I guess is my question. A lot of people play... There's a ton of people that play board games. There's a ton games. of people. There's okay, literally so a PAX East, but like it's called PAX Unplugged and it's literally just for board games so there is a hundred percent like a uh, uh, uh what's it called an audience for it an audience uh, yeah yeah exactly so it's gonna do well again it might be one of those things there's some board games that they're extremely hard to get like you, you can't even buy like collectors like people collect board not games? even collectors they're just like they can't print enough out of them and like when they first come out people can't even buy them because like they're just like the hot thing. It's almost, it, it's very different from like games because games are just like on a disc and they'll never run out. But like board games, you actually have to like, you have cardboard, you have the the papers, you have everything, you have the pieces, the statues. So like there's a lot more that gets involved in a board game than an actual like video game, mm. you know? So let us move on to the last piece of news before we get into in-game chat. God of War director, Core Balrog, Wants to make a Castlevania game. Is it Corey, the director, or no? He is the director. No, right? he was the director for the 2018 one. For the 2018 Santa Monica one. likes to do this thing that oh God, they, they switch their directors every so often. So uh, I think weird. every 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 game, so that it keeps it fresh for them. So that's why they, they change their directors. Idea. Yeah, that's actually not bad. Yeah. Um, Eric Williams, Santa Monica studio game director, wants to follow up on the success of Ragnarok by making a Castlevania game. In an interview and kind of funny's latest spoiler cast. Williams said he is uncertain of what his next project will be, but mentioned that his team would love to make Castlevania game should they somehow receive the license to do so from Konami. Guess what? He just said it right there. Getting the license for Konami. That is going to be the hard part. You think so? You think it'll be hard? They don't like to, they don't like to play nice with those licenses, man. They don't. We, we got lucky, Sino. We got lucky. That ah, day. that's the key, though. That was waiting for you to say something like that. So, I mean, do you want to take the reins in this, or do you want me to go? Uh, I'll first say whatever. You know, like, I think it's awesome. I think Castlevania is a fantastic um, series. I watched the anime on Netflix. Fanta- loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, and I would love to kind of see it 
do the next jump in this new generation. I feel like we haven't had a good Castlevania game in forever. I would love to see his take on it because of the success he had with Ragnarok. That'd be kind of sick if we had like had a we were able to play with those characters, like Alucard, uh, Simon Belmont, like all mm-hmm. these characters, especially um, because of like Super Smash Brothers. Like they open the door to like right. being understanding these characters, who they are. So yeah. I want to see this world. I think it'd be a cool world. I agree, man. I think will this ever happen? Probably not, right? But just just stick with me though, because this could be really interesting. And this is how things work sometimes in the gaming industry when like, you know, someone wants to do something really bad, like some passion project, and then it ends up happening because, you know, word of mouth and it just kind of like, you know, starts creating this like fire effect, right? Um Eric Williams, right? That's like the key puzzle. And then you have um Silent Hill as another key puzzle, right? Stick with me. So Eric Williams, he's now like this like renowned like director because right. he made this fantastic game with the help of Santa Monica and uh, God of War Ragnarok is like probably, you know, probably the best game of 2022 right now at this point, right? Obviously we have Elden Ring and all that stuff, but again, and, and we haven't talked about this, but God of War, I think they just announced it today, sold 5.1 million copies in its oh, first it's, week. Oh, it's like number one. Well, it's the number one PlayStation, PlayStation game title of all time it, of it, all it time still the best yeah so that tells you something like he, he, did, a, he did a good job <laughs> and so you have eric williams you have santa monica you have konami who has these amazing titles ips that are just kind of locked up at this point right and they see this konami must see hey are you know eric williams he he he's made what oh he's he's part of santa monica oh he's God of War Ragnarok. Oh, 5.1 million. Oh, like those start That's trickling into a, a something 100%. like they big, see the dollar right? signs. They see the dollar they signs. They see the dollar signs. And now again, back to Silent Hill. Now we see with that Silent Hill um whatever they called it, like that showcase that they did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We see that Konami is willing to give their IP to different developers, right? To the right developers that they trust, that 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 the money makes sense. I can't imagine them not seeing Santa Monica and be like, shit, we need to work with them somehow. If they want to make a Castlevania game, think of all the money they'll make. Think of the the the, the praise they'll get just by doing something like that, right? And Eric Williams, like he's no stranger to to making great video games. He's been doing God of War since the very beginning, since the first one. He's just never directed. This is the first time directing. And so this is a huge deal. Again, it could, it probably will never happen. But like for him just to say that and him taking inspiration from Castlevania and actually implementing it from in God of War Ragnarok, like you see some of those things happen in the game. Like it would be really cool to see what Santa Monica could do with an IP like that. I can imagine them giving us those like nice open zones, like how we have in Ragnarok, um, keeping it with the story driven like compelling story that we want to see. Like I can see that really pushing boundaries and pushing like the envelope for Castlevania. Right. And you take, you take a, a game that's that old, you're giving it new life, life, right? You're breathing new life into right. it and getting a, a excitement for it. And, and that's a powerful IP. Like people love Castlevania and you take the two together. You take the director of God of War and Castlevania together. It's good. Things are going to happen. Right? right. And he's, he could tell he's passionate about it. Right. right. Look at, look at, uh, Henry Cavill with, with The Witcher, with the series, right? He wanted he he was a huge fan, and he's like, we need to do it that way. Now he left because obviously they weren't sticking to the source material. They wanted to change everything up. He's like, I'm done, 
right? Right. But like, how amazing was that first second season of The Witcher with Henry Cavill? Like he mm -hmm. became that character because he he's passionate about that. And you can see that here. Eric Will is passionate about Castlevania, and that's when you get the best, best, best work is when you are passionate about the thing you're working on. Yeah. Listen, I think at some point there has to be a meeting happening <laughs> if it hasn't happened already, right? Of like, let's let's play with the idea. Either Sony or Konami, and they're like, "Can this work? Can this actually happen? Like, what would that look like? Can we make like? Would I don't think it will happen. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think it will happen. But what if it did? What if it did? Think of a world where we have God of War, Ragnarok. We have Castlevania, in the likes of Santa Monica as a whole. That'd be dope. Yeah, I would love to play as Belmont and Alucard and Dracula and being this awesome world with like werewolves and vampires and monsters and these, like that sounds cool to me you know and yeah think and of, like, sony would be a perfect house for that right yeah like, again sony is building these these amazing triple a experiences that you can only play on playstation right and so having a title like castlevania within santa santa monica i feel like it just it just makes sense you know like, i'm excited i'm excited just it's not even a thing yet and i'm excited so right don't get your hopes up, but I'm just saying, like, it yeah, you could, know, like, I am. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, but it yeah. just, it's it just never say never, and especially in this time with like we have Konami or Kojima working with uh, Microsoft, and like weird shit has happened in the gaming industry. Like, you're this right. Could you definitely... are right. It is definitely crazier things have happened, and this would be a crazy thing, but it would be a very welcome thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Land on 2K World in the chat says, has the controller been given away yet? No, not yet. Um, we are giving there. away the controller close soon, very soon. Just stick with us. Uh, we have one more segment to go. Yes. And that concludes our gaming news of the week. Um, I know it's kind of like a slower week just because we have the holidays coming up, but that is what our in-game chat is about, the holidays. And my question for Q, Kelvin, is what game or what are you thankful for in gaming this could be dlcs battle royales multiplayer it could be a general question and it's for the chat as well please comment away what are you most thankful for in gaming it could be a specific game it could be a specific character but kel i'll start with you first what was your what is your answer what i'm most thankful for in the gaming industry i think i think it would probably be several things but i think my main thing is just how connected we are now right and how easy it is to jump on a, a console and then play with your friends on pc and then you know just chat away with them and still play the same game we had so many issues in the past right where i want to play this game with you i want to play call of duty i want to play so uh socom with you but like i need to have this specific console right yeah and it's like now it doesn't really like the 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 the, the borders have kind of like fallen off now, you know, which is nice because now we're able to play anywhere, however we want, and essentially like there's still some barriers here and there, but it's nice to just kind of play a game cross platform. Yes, yeah, that's, that's that, the exact that, yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank <laughs> yeah, you. I was uh, gonna say I was gonna say, but I was like, yeah, he's gonna yeah. Play. I'm just dra dragging <laughs> it along, but yeah, you know what I mean. So cross platform is like one of my favorite things of this generation of gaming industry as a whole because it's something that was needed and it just move those barriers away from like keeping everyone together as lame as that sounds no that's a good one that is a hundred percent like well what is 
great because it's like something you didn't have before as far as like back in the day like people didn't get to experience that they were just kind of like segmented by themselves and they would just have separate experiences now you get on your pc you get on your xbox you get on your your phone right and it's just like right. you're automatically connected to these people and it almost feels like you're right there with them right and i think that's amazing like you always have the, those people behind you um Ginovani says elden ring even though i suck I'm also thankful for Elden Ring. It's a great game, mm. and it's amazing, and I think it's going to win game of the year. Right, Kelf? We'll see. We shall we'll, see. We have to see when we got a war. We haven't got a war yet, so we might change our answer. Yeah. So we'll see. We I see. think, yeah, I mean, what are you are you thankful for? Anything else besides Elden Ring or anything oh, yeah. else that you can think of? I thought long and hard about this, and I'm going to go with a game specifically, and okay. it kind of ties in to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. The game I am most thankful for, and I'm, it's not going to be the answer you think it's going to be. It's not going to, I'm not going to say, you know, Devil May Cry or anything like that or Pokemon. The game is actually Gears of War. Ah, I like that. Do you know do why tell, it's do Gears tell. of War? Because that was the first time that online gaming for me on the Xbox 360 was like actually online gaming right where mm. you were connected online with these people you didn't really know and you get into a lobby and you would just like you'd be there with your brothers essentially just like you know going in and into battle right and right. it was it was such at the time like i have so many memories of all the good times i've had with you with everyone that we've played with in that game the screaming the laughing the the hilariousness the pop you know the headshots with the, the popping heads and just like getting seeing your, your friend get obliterated and everything and that to me really built me up as as like it helped shape me into the person i am today with all those relationships that i played in gears of war so that game shaped a lot of like how I play my games now. I, I compare everything to kind of that game and the experiences I had with those games because I, when I was a teenager, that was the game that got me close to everybody with that, you know, like I said, the multiplayer and how we're connected. Um, obviously, it's changed now because, you know, we have all the different avenues, but at the time, that's what kind of kicked that off was was that original Xbox 360. The, you know, you got the little piece of crap headset, right? The little, little... Oh, yeah. Little, oh, you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um, yeah, that, that's what I'm most, most thankful, at least the gaming wise, I'm most thankful for that game because of the friendships I've made with that game and the memories I've made with that game and the, the, the friendships I have now because of that game. So I'll, I'll follow up with that too. Cause I'm also thankful for obviously gears, right? That that's a phenomenal game to, to be thankful for because it, it did shape not just our friendship and, and relationship with other friends, but the gaming industry as a whole, right? Cause that, that was like the first third person, like, shooter that was actually like built for that that gritty feel and then having that 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 cover system like it just changed the industry yeah like going um, into battle with your friend and being like let's yeah. go get some grubs like that pole like bro mentality you know what i mean so. i'm i'm kind of taking it a little bit step forward with it um nowadays with the battle royale like world that we live in now um i think i i'm very thankful for that and i and, and i know some people kind of don't like that term battle royale at all but I've made so many memories with games like Fortnite, with games like uh, Warzone. Like we've built so many cool, like not just friendships, but just like memories from them, because you are able to build 
a story within those those games, right? Exactly. And it, it like was Halo just so fun and all dude. that stuff. Like, yeah, dude. And I, I just I just love those moments where like, you know, in Fortnite we were like so close to winning, or or we won a, a whole entire like we won a match, and we were just like excited and then just like pumped. Um, times where like we just had it, but we, or like we were almost about to lose, but we actually like clutched it. Like, there's so many cool moments in in, in battle royale that. I'm like, damn, like that was that was a night. That was fun. You know, and it just brings me back to the old days when we used to play like co-op or we used to play gears or we used to play Halo back in the day. Like those those times just kind of bring me back to that. I mean, if you think about it, Warzone was kind of like the first iteration of Battle Royale because if you died once, you were you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't 100%. respawn, right? You didn't yep, respawn. Yep, so that's true. That's true. That's true. a lot. Um, I'm gonna just like highlight some of the comments here. Um, you know, Chazzy from the side project. Podcast said, uh, I'm thankful for gaming in general, always an escape, always bringing people together, bring joy, fun. I, I'm i thankful that you're still here, Chazzy, and I know you're very sick right now, and I hope you feel better. Appreciate so, it, bro. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate it, brother. you. Uh, oh my God, it's Birdie. Thankful for playing Warhawk. Yes. Had so many good memories in that game. Met Kelvin in yes. that game and a few Absolutely. others. So that's actually how this two met, like through Warhawk. Yeah. And you're here talking about like 100 years dude. ago. It's a, it's a, it was such a revolutionary game back in the PS3 era, and and me meeting Birdie, Birdie, meet beating like Ko, Ko, what was it? I forget Koji. I think it was Koji. We had like a clan going on. It was just fun, man. So that that game for sure, Warzone or Warhawk, was like all time for me back in the PS3 era. Yeah, and like I said, I mean like Sarge T. I know he says that there's not really a game you're thankful for, but you know you have. Like you have a whole whole chat here and stuff like that. I joined your Discord. There's a lot of people going on and playing on there. So lots of new memories to be uh to be played there. But um yeah, I, I kind of thought this was a good question because that was great, man. That Thanksgiving, was great. you know, it's a very like short, simple, just like, yeah, I know it makes me feel good about it. I'm gonna go to the dinner table tomorrow and I'm gonna be like, What are you thankful for? Yeah. Thanks for popping the heads off of that one guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also like not not to sound too like, you know sappy sappy but like i'm actually i'm just thankful for this like for doing this like without gaming we wouldn't be able to do this right because we wouldn't have a passion to do it right so i'm thankful for gaming in general like like someone said in the chat but like i i just feel like having this opportunity to like just be on camera and talking about games talking about passion that we love to do and then having a chat thank you guys so much for even just chiming in and just kind of like communicating with us and just you know just being a part of the chat like that fills my heart so much you guys have no idea so this is cool for me like this is all great so i'm thankful for that i'm also thankful for that and we're going to be saying that when we're you know in nursing homes at eight years old hey sonny remember when uh, remember that 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 that, that youtube channel we did uh, uh, super smash brothers i can't even play now anyways i'll beat your ass (laughs) falls asleep yep yep (laughs) All right, I think the people want something, Rob. I, I think, think they want. I think it's time. I think it's the finale. We wait. We we. What was it? Two weeks ago, we posted it. I think yes, something like yes, that. Yes. Yes. So, finally, we're going to announce the winner of the God of War Ragnarok controller, Kelvin. I'm gonna have you do the honors. You're the one that kind of came up with everything as far as the idea goes. So, can you tell us who won? The God of War Five or uh, PS Five God of Holy War <laughs> Ragnarok controller. Uh, let me pull it up here real quick because I have the yeah. winner. Okay, let's do it here, and I'm very excited to show you guys. Um, 
this is actually really dope because this is someone we know and it's it's actually really cool to see someone that we know actually win something um so the winner of the playstation ps5 exclusive controller god of war ragnarok limited edition this guy right here goes to let's see it take it easy jano take it easy jano is the let's winner let's go let's go congratulations congratulations um this will be shipped out to you we'll talk about details afterwards um but yes you have won the god of war ragnarok limited edition ps5 controller um if you guys don't know he is also another podcaster surprisingly and he is part of the elder trolls uh, podcast so definitely check that out um they are an awesome group of brothers that talk about games just like us and i am happy that someone that we know like i said was able to win yeah, uh, I'm I'm extremely excited. I was kind of hoping that my name would pop up on there. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. just it's just not gonna happen. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll go ahead and message you if you're not in the chat. We'll message you on on you know Twitter, Instagram, whatever you know you you submitted through, and uh, we'll ship it out to you, and uh, you get to enjoy it. Um, but guys, this isn't the last time we're gonna do a giveaway. No, we're gonna try not. and we're gonna try and do more of these and. We love you guys in the chat, like chiming in and stuff like that. So, you know, we want you to be part of this community. We want to do these giveaways. Um, and the way we're able to do these giveaways is by you guys coming in and joining in and having the conversation. Um, that's that's basically how it works, right? So absolutely. Uh, thank you again for joining and being part of the giveaway. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm super excited. I'm like, I didn't even win it, but I'm like, I'm happy for the person like, that won it. Ha- I like, I can't wait to tell him. <laughs> like, that's why I just want to tell him if he's if he's if he's not in the chat already. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for joining in for our for uh, this episode. Uh, everyone, seriously, have a happy Thanksgiving. Get really full off your full uh, off your food. Have some good drinks. You know, talk. To, you know, <laughs> just just have a good time. You know, enjoy yeah. the time with your family. Don't stress. Just relax. relax. Enjoy your time with your family, one hundred percent. Whether it's your family, like blood related, whether it's your friends, family's family. Yeah, exactly. So uh, thank you guys again so much for tuning in. We will see you next week. Um, and we have some pretty f- fun stuff planned for next couple of uh, episode 100. So stay tuned. Episode 100 that. coming up, you guys. That's, stay that's tuned. That's the next big one. So stay tuned. Well, anything else, Kelv, before we head out for the night? Uh, real quick, guys, if you guys want to support us, follow us. Definitely go on to your social media. You can follow us there if you haven't already. Or uh, go to the gamingduopod.com. You can check out our um uh, you know, Spotify, Apple, uh, rate our channel. If you, if you don't mind, that would be fantastic. Um, and yeah, man, just, just, you know, if you want to support us, please do we appreciate it. Yeah. Join our discord. We're, we're discord. There. Yeah. Call away. All right, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. And, uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. See you guys.